Hello and welcome back to Baseball Night. I am Tom Brown, joined as always by my brother Jack. Jack, no intro, no back and forth, retata. Is that repartee, retata? I don't know. One of those things. Kike Hernandez got traded. Hours yep. before that, I said in the group text, I don't want him to DFA him because if the Dodgers are really interested, get anything, get relievers. And that is exactly what happened. Yeah, they sure did. And they got a couple of promising relievers, too. Um, listen, I wasn't the biggest Kike Hernandez fan. I'm not going to badmouth him on his way out. Um, however, my opinion of the 2023 Boston Red Sox completely changed when they got rid of Kike Hernandez. I know he was a big locker room leader, but he was almost to the point of an automatic out or a bad play per game. And it's just it, now that he's gone, it opens the opportunity for more of these returning players to come in for them to make a move. Like they've been talked about to bolster some uh, infield defense and add a right-handed bat. Um, it, it just, it, it turned my attention all the way up and I'm excited to watch this team down the stretch now. Yeah. I said that too. I was, it's just the vibes are immaculate now. Mm -hmm. I, I was watching against the Braves you know, I, I hit the water yesterday. Jack did some fishing. So I was asleep pretty early after a 3 a.m. wake up. But today, nap time luckily lasted nearly three hours. So I buzzed right through that Braves. You know, you get Strider Bayo, you you got to watch it, even if it's sure. a day late. I kept, I kept the uh, spoilers. I didn't know. I had no idea. But I was thinking as I'm watching the game, I'm like, I don't mind. I obviously really like Tristan. In Casas, second base is just a. It's you know you're not going to have nine great players. Second base is a hole. Shortstop Yu Chang's fine, but we all know that's going to be story soon. Devers, uh, obviously. Duran Macho Man, obviously love him. Duval, whatever, and Verdugo like him. So I was like, damn, I kind of like everyone. Uh, the pitching situation needs to get straightened out. Mm -hmm. uh, as I mentioned, Bayo Internal just... help is on the way. I mean, internal help pitching is on the way. Right. I mean... Whitlock and Hauk are there. Yeah, and you get uh, that AAA bullpen kid that you just got back for KK. And, I mean, John Schreiber's back in town. He's getting, he's getting hit pretty hard, but he's back in town. Yeah, my main thing was really the... Um... The rotation. The rotation. Mm -hmm. So how can Whitlock come back? Boom. I'm I'm just not saying sale. I don't. I know. I know you don't want to say sale, but here's the thing, Tom, and this is where I'm a little guilty right now. I'm excited to see Chris Sale come back because, and I know I shouldn't because I've been burned on this before, but if he comes back and he is anything like he was when he got hurt, they're getting a top end starter to come back for the for a playoff push. He was definitely definitely good when he got hurt. He was way better. He was making us eat our hats. But I just I don't trust him. I know. I so, and I get that. And you know what? You're valid. Your thoughts are valid. And there, that's and all I, I'm, I just want I'm you to validate you. my my thoughts. Um, I hear you, but I'm excited. And it's the whole way. It's the whole way that series against the Mets played out. It's the way the series against the Braves played out, especially that game against Strider uh, where they came back on him. Um, and now it's just like I'd need High and Bloom to come out and make a move and say he also believes this team can contend and buy. So that was another thing I want to bring up. We've been screaming at the moon. We are yelling at the clouds. Is that it? Old man yells at a cloud. You're about, all over the place with your. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the 3 a.m. wake up is still maybe I need another night's sleep. But. Just we wanted to know if they had a plan. And even though we don't love the idea of waiting five years for this to come to fruition they admitted it 
they admitted it. That is fine. You've admitted it. But I kind of feel like they might buy now. Yeah. This was the big conversation we had last week. Well, yeah, and they played uh there were 4 and 5 since we had that conversation. Um and or excuse me, they won 4 out of 5. I was um, going to say that so, Yeah, good. sorry. Uh and in in that 4 or 5 they beat the Braves twice, which you know, were kind of statement wins. Uh they're back to being good at Fenway again. Um, in the first half, they were kind of playing 500 ball there. And now they're, I think in their last 10, they're nine and one at Fenway. So I, I don't know, man. I think they have the pieces. And like you said, uh, in the group chat, they're a couple pitchers away. Yeah. And two of, two of them are mid rotation guys. Like you can get your three, four, or even if Whitlock can kind of put it together, two, three, with how can Whitlock, you got Bayo. I still stand by Bayo. I mean, let's have a three-run homer and then was completely lights out the rest of the game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Spencer Strider didn't do much better than him in the next inning of work that he had, so. Right. Uh, no, but, I mean, I th- obviously – Oh, we're big Bayo guys. If you're not a Bayo guy at this point, you're not watching the same thing we're watching. Um, but yeah, I mean, and another thing that, you know, is I mean, did you want to talk any more about where they're headed or, or or if they're buyers? Because there are some rumors that have been kicking around. Uh there's the rumor that I started and I have no contacts whatsoever. But I mean, Mitch Keller as a controllable starter would just be a super addition to the Boston Red Sox rotation. And it also takes a little pressure off going to get an, uh, a big signing in the off season. Yeah. I mean, he was the all-star for the, the pirates. Yes, he was a terrific first half. Yeah. He same age in, as Dylan Cease. in his two games since the all-star game. He's allowed eight runs and six runs, but you know, controllable starter, but a ba- maybe that just kind of scares some people away. Yeah, not yeah. having a good showcase. Maybe not like yeah. Otani and the showcase game today. Um, <laughs> to get traded. Yes, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Mitch Keller is a guy that just seems like he might be falling into the Pittsburgh trap of, oh no, we suck now. That's exactly right. Um. And then the other guy that's been obviously rumored by people in the know is Paul DeJong. DeJong. Not sure how you say his name, but from St. Louis. Paul DeJong. Well, DeJong. Pa- uh, power hitting right-handed shortstop. Um, yeah, that could solidify second base. But that would also indicate to me that if you're going to go out and make a move for Paul DeJong, um, that probably means Adam Duvall would be on his way out of town. Yeah, Because I'm going to tell you what, I know that, uh, you know, statistically in the past, Adam Duvall is a gold glove winning outfielder. I don't know that he's a better center fielder than Jaron Duran or that I want him playing center field over Jaron Duran. I, I still don't get that. Mainly just speed wise. Well, yeah, he can get Duran can get to more balls. Yeah. Um, and again, when Duvall's in the lineup in center field, that usually means Duran is not in the lineup, which at this point is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Um that would that would make sense. That would I could see that. Uh you know, you get that middle of the infield solidified once story comes back. Still leaves you I mean, other moves could be out there like the Keller one you said that you made up which I'm fine with you making it up. Our reach is palpable. So it could seep into someone important's ear. Um, but I think, all right, Tom, I mean, I, I was going to move on again. I keep cutting you off. No. Okay. What do you got? I mean, the only thing I really want to talk about about the Boston Red Sox is, uh, Tristan Casas. Yeah. Casas hot. 
Casas is hot right now. Yeah. Hot is an un- hot is an understatement for what I'm about to share with you. May I? No, Tate, the floor is yours. <laughs> Thank you so much. Since June 3rd, Tristan Casas is batting 333 with a 431 on base percentage, slugging 636, 1066 OPS, nine homers, eight doubles, two triples, 22 runs, 22 runs batted in, 22 walks, 33 strikeouts. That's 40 games. Since the All Star break, Tristan Casas is hitting 469 with six homers, one triple, 11 runs, 11 RBIs, eight walks, and eight strikeouts. He had 10 hits in 92 plate appearances in April. Um, and now he's batting 253. I mean, what a turnaround. Never giving up on his approach in just finally getting barrels on balls that are finding either spots to land or he's just hitting at 110 miles an hour to the back wall in, in Fenway. Yeah. Uh, I'm so happy that Alex Cora stuck by him. You could, it, it was very clear in April and May when he was scuffling that he was not Brian Dahlbach or not uh, Bobby Dahlbach. Sorry. Um, Brian Dahlbach called the game on WEI last night with Joe Castiglione. Um, oh, Clay Sass? Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm so happy Cora stuck with him because he knew then that the kid had the right approach, but he was like Cora said then he was trying to work a walk more than he was trying to drive the ball that he could. And now he's driving that ball. And I mean, right now it's just, he's really, he's a really hard out. And I mean, again, we said it early on that his on base percentage consistently being 120 points higher than his batting average could, you could tell something was there. The approach, the eye, the way he took pitches was there. And now, I mean, you can compare him to some of the best first basemen in the major leagues with his turnaround since the beginning of June. So to expand on that, he, since June 3rd. Oh, those, all those stats were credit to Smitty on MLB, Christopher Smith on Twitter. Good job, Smitty. Um, the OPS ranking since June 3rd, Shohei Otani, Corey Seager, Tristan Casas. Third. And that is right in front of Kyle Tucker and Ronald Acuna Jr. Those are all the guys that are over a thousand. Weighted runs created plus the average is 100. That is Shohei Otani at 250. Oh. <laughs> Corey oh Seager at 199. So Otani's <laughs> 150% better than league average. Corey Seager's 99%. Third yeah. place, Tristan Casas, 182. I mean, it's it's all there. Yeah, it's all there. And the best part is that he's 23 years old. He's in his age 23 season. Yeah. And he and... looks like he's locked in right now. And he had, did, he did some bad, he did some serious damage against Max Scherzer and then Spencer Strider. He's not doing it against these um, bottom of the rotation guys. He's doing it against some proven guys right now. And a couple weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago, maybe a little more. I'll full on admit, I came on here and I said, I still love these two corner infielders, but I would like them to start doing something a little more. Well, since that June 3rd mark, Rafael Devers is 932 OPS with 149 weighted runs created plus. So they they did it. And, yeah. and Devers, oh, I just looked it up. Let me double check this. Let me run a quick... Uh, rerun these stats here go to standard and Devers has 12 home runs in that time span it's it's just it's everything you want out of those two corner infielders if I can be honest yeah it's um I, I, and again, obviously, Rafi getting hot is good for the entire offense. And the the, the ridiculous Rafael Devers golf 
ball home run that he hit yesterday was so just fun. Um, but why? Well, I mean, we, we, I don't think we have it on the rundown, but you know, he's becoming a real issue over there at third base. Um, a real, a real issue. Uh, like they need to carve out the DH spot specifically for Rafael Devers, I think, and, and maybe go get a defensive third baseman. Um, Cora's never going to do but, that though. Cora loves him at defense. I know he, he can't love his defense. Since 2018, Rafael Devers has made almost twice as many errors as the next third baseman. He can't. I I can't imagine Alex Cora loves Rafael Devers playing defense. I mean, keep him happy and do whatever he can, but also maybe maybe take some ground balls on off days. Um, but. Uh, yeah, the turnaround for Casas especially. Uh, I mean, Rafael Devers has been good before and been consistently good all year before. We knew he was going to straighten himself out. But seeing Casas get this hot and hopefully continue it through the summer is just a giant addition to an offense that already doesn't give up very easily. Yeah, I think it was a... I like this guy. Let's see how he does situation. And it's turned into he's a weapon. Now he's like a legit threat, like you mentioned. And that's that's what's really made a difference. It's he's not a an exciting prospect. Now you're like, oh, shit, Tristan Casas is coming up. He got on base four times yesterday. Two walks and two hits. One of them yep. a monster home run, as you mentioned, off the back wall. Just an absolute blast. And uh, also great for me, I was at the game on Saturday night where he hit two home runs. Yeah. Uh, the second of which was legitimate David Ortiz center field territory. There have only been a few dudes who hit it that far over there. And one of them was David Ortiz. And the other one was the other time I've seen it hit that far was Tristan Casas. That was a a freaking bomb. Yeah, but I actually it, saw a lot of homers that game. Wasn't uh wasn't quite to the red seat. Okay, L- like was it last year or two years ago? I think it was even in the co. It might have been in the COVID year. Jose Abreu was with the White Sox and he hit one over the sign in left center, a bu- like more center than left center over over that sign. And they called it like two feet or or maybe even like 10 feet under the supposed red seat. Yeah, it's all there were a lot of Mets fans there. They traveled very well. Uh, and it's all all of them could talk about. Like, I don't know about that. And I'm like, oh, I don't I don't know about it either. Neither does anyone that is a Red yeah. Sox fan. Uh, so- I think jo- Joey Votto once said that he said, uh, if we come back here with Ellie Dela Cruz, who set the you know exit velocity thing, if he can't hit it, then I don't think anybody can because he has like the three hundred and fifteen exit velocity hits in AAA. So, yeah, it can't be done because it didn't happen. With, no, Ortiz with a soft, spongy bat and yeah, a pitcher probably throwing sixty five. Um. Ortiz went out there one day with an aluminum bat and tried to hit it, and he didn't. I hope that pitcher had two L screens because that's terrifying. <laughs> so I'm, on sure, the opposite, I'm sure he was grooving it. <laughs> opposite end of this spectrum, Alex Verdugo. Now, as we mentioned, the vibes are good right now, so maybe I shouldn't even say this, but the supposed on the supposed winning side of the Mookie trade, if you... Why did you say that? You didn't have to say that. Anyways. <laughs> you didn't so... have to say that. <laughs> All of July, he is hitting 119, <laughs> 209, 237. His weighted runs created plus, as mentioned just a minute ago, 100 is league average. Jack, his is 18. He has... Uh... Oh, wow. I didn't know the number. Yeah. <laughs> 82% worse than everybody else in the league, than league average. Um, It's not been a good summer for Alex Verdugo. I don't know if he really took the all-star snub to heart. Kind of proving everybody right. 
Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, he shaved his beard. Yeah, that's a slap. Change in that the, mojo. I gotta change that mojo. Slap up. in the face to some people. Okay. Well, um, I don't know, man. Not much to say about that. Uh, I like Alex Verdugo, and I think, luckily for the Red Sox, Jaron Duran has come on to take over that leadoff spot from him. Mm-hmm. Because as Verdugo is declining, not having a reliable guy at the top of the lineup is is not going to do anything um, for you at any point. And especially... I don't know. It's such a fall off the table. He was, you know, probably their first half MVP. If not Yoshida. Mm. Yeah, probably Macho Man. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And to have that since the start of July, having 18. Oh, that hurts. That's a tough number. I didn't know what number you were going to say because I hadn't seen it. That's ghastly. And honestly, it's just that is so bad. It's starting to it's a getting a little bit to be like if he's not low batting average, lots of pop, and he's just gonna no, he's bat not. in the middle two hundreds, it's like yeesh. Well again, a mystifying move. Nobody has ever explained the thought process. And now that we're on it, because you brought it up, the the comments that he made on, um, I don't even know whose podcast it was. Maybe it was, it was his own his. podcast. Or he said, I know nobody's going to believe this, but I would have played in Boston for the rest of my career. You know, that doesn't help anything. We want to go back and relitigate. I don't, Bogarts I just, isn't as... having a great season, but it's not Mookie Betts. Bogarts wasn't the same as Mookie Betts. No. Mookie Betts is, Mookie Betts is going to get league mvp votes this year again like he's not gonna win it but he'll probably get votes for the national league mvp i bet him and his own teammate are uh, Freddie finalists Freeman, yeah i bet they're Freddie finalists Freeman. though i don't again i can't believe they have both of them on long-term contracts uh <laughs> oh yeah it'll be freeman my guess acuna is acuna and bets why i don't see why bets wouldn't be third yeah, exactly. Uh, um, but anyway, but anyway, j- that again, just it. But again, that's again the upside with Alex Verdugo is he's a 300, 310 hitter at his very best. And this is not a knock against him because it's very difficult. He's a 320 hitter. Unfortunately, they have a guy who's a legit 320 hitter and probably going to win the batting title who's also not the strongest guy. He'll get you 15 to 20 home runs maybe this year. But Masa, like that's, I I think Verdugo's upside is Masataki Yoshida, and I don't know how many corner inf- outfielders Tom that I need that are just average guys and are not hitting thirty home runs and driving in a hundred RBIs. Yeah, yeah, power spot. I, it's a power spot. Well, all I think of is right-handed power in that right field spot, like they had with had Renfro it. a couple years ago. They also had a leadoff power hitting all around. We're doing it again. Top four baseball player in all of baseball. In a top maybe two baseball player in all of baseball minus Shohei Otani. When you can't, you have to start doing the like, there's Michael Jordan over there. Who's the rest of the league? When yeah. You talk about best players because it is it is funny how quickly he jumped over Trout because before Otani became Otani, Trout was like the best player of our generation. And now it's like, oh yeah, he's also on Otani's team. <laughs> like, well, yeah, and it's just like it's hard to it, it's just so hard to compare because I would love to have Ronald Acuna on the Red Sox, but it's like, but if you could pick one player, you pick your ace and best hitter in one person. It's just yeah. wild. I Which, mean, we're well, going to talk let's just, about... Yeah. No, let's just go into it. So, yeah. Otani, today, on July 27th... We didn't do the intro. See what you did now? Now you had to say it. What intro? When you say the date. Oh, see, yeah. And you started, you started the show by saying, no intro. <laughs> no, well, I mean, I was more excited about Kike's trade 
and changing and the vibes. Who wasn't? But I have a little Otani, J ready to go. Otani, Jack. Was not a on, family not show. on air. God damn. <laughs> we we support for marijuana. air and we after support air. marijuana on the on. Ask, <laughs> trust me, I'll just bring it up with Tim. And the when first thing when we're coming back, I'll ask Tim. And the never words. Do you support marijuana? We support drugs. He yeah. has said that on the podcast. Yeah, we support drug use in any form. Maybe any, not any form. form? I don't know. I'm not going to. We'll drop the bylaws and get back to you on that. As CEO, founder, and principal owner, and president, I don't know if I will say any. What is the net worth of the the principal that you own? It's substantial. They could buy a couple coffees. Um, No, but Shohei today pitched a complete game one hitter shutout of and then in the second game of a doubleheader, hit two home runs because he's he is an alien. Him. He is him, as the he's, kids say. He's just unbelievable. I'm getting all, I'm going real Tim on you right now and just bouncing around. There's but the net worth, exist. baby. Whoa. Couple That's... of coffees, couple of espressos. Yeah, just a shout out. Like, subscribe. Five stars. Yep. Listen. Follow us be- on Twitter. Yeah, all because that we've stuff. lost our ambassador ads, and I was just showing Jack our our net worth. So we're gonna get those back. Yeah. Shohei did this, and maybe, hey Jack, maybe it's because he felt comfortable. Because last night during the Red Sox game, ESPN ticker said the Angels are not trading Shohei. They went out and got Lucas Giolito. Maybe franchise their future, giving up two young prospects. I believe it was their top two or two and three. Compromise the future of their franchise is what you mean to say. Lucas Giolito and Ronaldo Ronaldo Lopez are two good pitchers. Yep, you they are two good ho- pitchers. So right now, you have Otani and Giolito. That's a good one too. Yeah, I just hope the fact that you're five games back doesn't. So doesn't here's the thing too, you. though, is that. Yeah, five games back isn't that much, though. I mean, anything could happen. We're we're optimistic right now, but you know, the Red Sox are streaky, and they they as well as anybody. I mean, look at what the Rays are doing. The Rays are are dropping like a stone right now. Just Baltimore is so good. Well, I I started the season. I didn't think I was going to be comfortable saying Baltimore is the best team in the AL East. But back to Otani, like. I think adding Reynaldo Lopez is going to do a lot too because like he is he moves down to a third or a fourth starter now instead of the second guy in the rotation. Well, no, he's a reliever. He's not starting this year? No. Oh. Are you thinking of Pablo Lopez? No, he was a starter uh up until last year. Oh. Um Pablo Lopez. No. I I know who he is. Um Okay, well, good out of the bullpen then. Um, but uh, yeah, Giolito by itself—that's a—that's a good addition. Uh, Otani said through his translator that he really likes the move and he's a fan of Giolito. I don't know that they're done, and like I've—I've I've heard people say they're getting Mike Trout back, but Mike Trout broke the same bone that Yu Chang broke, and Yu Chang went was out from April to the end of June. Like yeah, it's not he- a quick injury. I think he just hit four weeks, maybe, and they say six to eight, but I guess he's doing stuff on the field already. They like what they're seeing from him, but yeah, I don't think he's gripping a bat, which is tough. Yeah. If you get Mike Trout back second week of August, third week of August, you get six weeks of, you know, he's still Mike Trout. He still would have hit 35 home runs if he didn't miss this chunk of time. Maybe 40. Yeah. I and mean, I do think, oh God, I keep thinking this. Save his ass and put him in left field. It's time. They have to now. Mickey, Mickey Moniak, Mickey Moniak's coming on as a pretty damn good center fielder for the Angels right now. Um, He's hot with the bat. He actually made a terrible play in center field the other day that cost the the Angels the game. But, um, I, I I think they would rather have Mickey Moniak. So I know that, but I 
but I think that Mickey Moniak is a better future center fielder for the Angels while trying to preserve Mike Trout and left. Yeah. I mean, at some point he's not gonna he's not the Mike Trout. He hasn't even won a Gold Glove. Tom, did you know that? You know how I, I did. Found that I out? would I would never have guessed him because he's good, but he's been slipping and he has an average arm. All I thought was that the Gold Glove is so much predicated on batting as well as fielding that of course he would have won, especially the homer that he robbed in Baltimore. I just thought that would have won him at least one in this time. Jack, think of all those American League East center Kier fielders. Meyer and your Pilars. I know. JBJ, I know. Adam, Adam Jones. Okay. They were all in center field in the AL East at one point. Okay, but again, the offensively, they're not as good as Trout. Anyways, uh, that's some sour, immaculate grapes right there. Yeah. Um. Anywho, I mean, Tom, at some point, I know you're a big Trout guy. At some point, we're going to have to have the, the same conversation we had with Chris Sale earlier. You got to stay on the field, Mike. Yeah, it's true. Difference is the Mike Jacob Trout thing. missed 40 games last year and hit 40 home runs. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's very good. That's good. All right, let's see. Let's go back to Trout in 2011. This is kind of lining up to be the... Oh, fuck off. Game. Fuck off. A list of AL... Sorry, just seeing the uh, AL outfield gold gloves and there's just a quick run of bets 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 but <laughs> it's Man, so it's all over this Ellsbury Alex Gordon Adam Jones Nick Markakis is that Cole Wait, Calhoun you gonna name these all no I'm just Kiermaier Bradley that. Gordon Joey Gallo jo Joey Joey Gallo okay. was my gold glove pick for the Rangers a couple weeks ago couple grids ago because I knew I I've watched him play baseball and I'm said gold glove he has a strong arm but gold glove gold glove I, I don't know anything about the gold glove award apparently just Brooks Robinson yep Jim Cott <laughs> Greg Maddox really? oh yeah, Jim Greg Cott Maddox. had like 16 in a row and then Greg Maddox broke it oh the more you know everybody yeah so there's been some other trades oh oh actually you mentioned the 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 rays the rays are like five and 15 in july yeah not having a good summer just just bad uh almost as if they weren't built to last with their i don't think well going into the season i don't think anybody said like the rays are going to set the home run record no. Like, obviously, the Braves coming on and hitting as many home runs as the Braves hit, that makes a lot more sense because the Braves are built to mash homers. But I think that, like, Yandy Diaz, great first half. Not really a 40-home run guy. Like, and even Wander Franco. I, I mean, I think Wander Franco is going to be very good for very a very long time, but yeah, I don't, I, he's not a home run guy, though. He's still not. He's a, he's more of an average guy, probably hit 25. Well, you know, Jack, the thing is, is if you are like, oh, Shane McClanahan, Tyler Glass now have gone 70 pitches through five innings. Let's yank them. And then your bullpen loses it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I got I got no time for the raise because McClanahan's 11 and one. Give me a seven and eight inning game, but they just won't do it. They're too smart mm. for their own good, and then they don't win anything. So are they really being that smart? Because guess what? McClanahan and Glassnell have gotten hurt a lot. So it's like yeah. the Kershaw thing. Take him out early, he gets hurt. How dare you? How dare you? I, no, I'm saying we were upset about that perfect game to save him. Yeah, I know. How dare you? <laughs> How dare I, Dave Roberts? Not you. You got nothing to do with thanks. it. Thanks. Hey, Lee Bryce is going to the Rays Stadium, though. August 11th, want to buy me birthday tickets? No. 
I actually saw him. He was a surprise guest with Garth Brooks once. And everyone was like, Whoa. and I was like, come on. I'm not sure I know who that guy is. Mm, you don't. He wrote more than a memory, though. Garth Brooks. Saying it. So some other moves have been made. Um, the first one was that really stood out, I would say, was the Orioles went and got Sintaro Fujinama. Fujinami, sorry. Yeah. Oh, well, no. The first one was Chapman to the Rangers because he's been lights out for them. Yeah, yes. Except against the Astros. Yeah. But he threw a hundred and four two seamer that was that moved like a right handed slider. Did you see it, that pitch? Yeah, I saw the pitch. And it was there have been pitches all year that have just not gone the right way. Who is it? Just... There's there is it a pirates pitcher that throws that he calls it a slider, but it's a screwball. Wrong way. It's called the wrong way slider. Yeah. But he throws it. He says, I throw it, I grip it and throw it like a slider, and it goes that yeah, way. Yeah, Dowry Morietta. Fuck yes. is happening. I don't know, but it's very fun to watch. Uh, pitching ninja again. He gets a lot of time on this podcast because you know what? I get a lot of time for him. He's he just goes into all the nastiest pitches, breaks it down, spin rate, horizontal movement, all the kind of new age stuff you want to hear. Um, Why did the Twins and Marlins swap Dylan Florio and Jorge Lopez? Two, I don't, I, I have no two idea. relievers making essentially the same amount of money. I have, I they, don't know. Are they different handedness? Did like, I think they're both right handed. I'm not sure on that. Don't quote me on that. Right, right is Jorge Lopez. I don't know either, but I feel like they are both right-handed. Get him on the grid, baby. Um, man, I Get see these the things grid. all the time, like, oh, a trade. And I instantly go to the Immaculate Grid. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, taken, I got to remember that. It's taken our, it's taken the group chat by storm. It's taken over my life because I just, I, I think of it, I put, I put it down when I'm stumped and I just seriously stare. Oh, so that was the best part of it coming out at midnight is I would look at it at midnight and then just like, all right, I'm going to go to bed on this. (laughs) And then wake up in the morning, bang out nine. So the, on the 27th today, the Red Sox traded Marquez Johnson and got Mauricio Yovera. Ooh, or, destination October, baby. Let's go. Then, as mentioned, uh, cue the duck boats. Giolito and Ronaldo Lopez for Kai Bush and Edgar Cuero, who I believe are the two, two and three. And, yeah, two and three the, in their organization. The Dodgers active again. Got um, Ahmed Rosario. Gave up no center guard. They both, I think, I have saw something on Twitter that both fan bases like are just like, that's addition by subtraction. Yeah, but at the same time, they the Dodgers have no one at short. No, I like the move that the Brewers made today. So, I tell you, Carlos Santana got traded to the Mariners last year, and I was like, why couldn't the Red Sox have gotten him? And I don't think they need him this year, but... No. He's just a guy where you're like, I wouldn't mind him on the team. I just no. feel like he has that vibe to him. Yeah, he does. Weird, it's, it's like, weird that Pittsburgh signed him anyways. I know. It's just one of those. <laughs> it's, it's weird when Pittsburgh signs anybody. It's just like, yeah, I guess we'll sign this veteran. He makes $2 million. Need somebody to bobble yeah. that. Need to make a bobblehead of somebody. Maybe who knows? Maybe we get Hawk get something back for him. I don't know how good Johnny Severino is, but maybe that was the goal to get some sort of yeah. prospect back. So that's it so far. But it's gonna pick up because on Tuesday so, is the yeah. Trade I, got, I got some things. I think the Angels are gonna make another move. They just have to. They need to get. I think they need to get more offensive help for Shohei as well as pitching. So I think they're gonna make one more move. The Cincinnati Reds need pitching. Their pitching sucks. It doesn't stink. It sucks. They're bad at pitching. They need someone. I bet Atlanta makes just one move that you go with like, oh, that makes sense. And then, I don't know. I The Yankees have said they were buyers, but the Yankees are 
dog shit. The Yankees are in last place, and it's a beautiful sight. With no, really. Like, the Red Sox are in fourth. And maybe a game up on the Yankees. Mm-hmm. The outlooks for both teams are so different right now. Yeah, I wonder. And Garrett Cole is probably having his best season. Yeah, he's it's, it's him and McClanahan for AL Cy come. Young. It's beautiful. Oh, it's the best. The are best, you kidding me? Best God, seat. I, want... I hope he. Oh, I hope he strikes out three hundred, and he gets to it, and they're in last place. Oh. So playoff odds, the Red Sox in via Fangraphs have jumped ahead of the Yankees. Although the Red Sox still have a lower Probably chance. Probably not by a lot. To... Like a couple of days ago, it's thirty. It's thirty-four point nine to thirty-two point three. It's not great. The Rays are still on. Oh, wow, that's not... higher. I guess ninety-one. Sixteenth. Let's see. The um, Red Sox odds are higher than everyone, except the three teams ahead of them and the two other teams. Oh, the Rangers. Rangers. Astros. Twins, Orioles, Blue Jays, Rays. That via playoff odds on Fangraphs, the Red Sox would make the playoffs. And I think we've we've been indifferent to slightly negative about it. But looking around, if the Angels are going to go for it and you have Otani, Trout comes back, maybe they make another move. The Red Sox are in it it might be exciting to watch the run to the playoffs. And let me tell you what the Red Sox are the third wildcard team. They're in the playoffs. If, if they don't make it, it's like, ah, fuck that third wildcard. That's not even real playoffs. Anyways. That's true. That's how I'd view it. Is it actually a second wildcard? Not a third. I don't know. Is it, uh, it's not a playing game. No, it's two. I think so two. They've expanded it, right? They expanded yeah, there's it three. To, yeah. There's three. Okay. And the, the team with the best record advances. It, like, doesn't need to play in it. Interesting. Anyway, Anyways. The last uh, move I can think of is you've said, oh, well, two. There's a, maybe this isn't the last thing. So, Nolan Arenado is someone who is being rumored to go to the Dodgers, which is just atrocious. Kind of gross. Makes me (laughs) feel kind of gross. And then the Padres are open to talking about Snell, Soto, and Hayter. Do you think the Padres would take Connor Wong and Alex Verdugo for Juan Soto. I think you know the answer to that. Uh, why don't you call in a sports radio tomorrow and ask them? Um, no. I did. I did not hear that Juan Soto would be on the move potentially again, but it makes sense because I don't think San Diego will lock them up. And obviously, this has not been San Diego's year. Um, Forty-six and fifty-four. What uh, the hell God. is that? I feel like such a doofus for picking them too. I was just because I wanted to change it up and fucking here come the fucking steady Dodgers with yeah. the most talent and the most money in the national. Well, no, the Braves have the most talent, but in the National League, and here we go, same shit again. Yeah. Uh, Dodgers got a bunch of young studs too in their farm system that. They still just, for some reason, don't have to give up. Or they could to uh, to St. Louis for Arenado. Um, I, would, I would actually just kind of say, like, don't don't trade with the Dodgers. You're going to lose. It's like when yeah. teams trade with Danny Ainge. It's like you are losing this trade. It's, um, I don't know what got us down this road. But, yeah, like I said, I think they'll, they'll probably add somebody else, too. I don't think they're going to stop with Kike Hernandez. Yeah, and I really don't think it's going to be Arenado. That'd be a haul because Arenado is signed. Yeah, he is. So, God, he got really hot, huh? He changed the whole season. I know, but he was shit in the spring. Yeah. I I mean, 
So were the Cardinals. But I mean, yeah, he is is one of the best hitters in baseball. Yeah, not, not what's the core is not withstanding. He's really the only dude who's ever like done it outside of cores and done it consistently. Uh, you don't remember May of last year, Trevor Story? I remember I said the word consistently. Larry Walker, <laughs> he had some good years. He's a Hall of Famer. Before he was, he ended in Colorado. Didn't he end in St. Louis? Get out the grid. Oh, maybe two, maybe a couple of seasons. But yeah, that was at the end. Like he was Montreal is where he made his bones, where he made his hay. I think it's syrup up there and put some. The way you started the show, I'm not going to you for any euphemisms or any well-known sayings. Yeah, he got traded to St. Louis in 2004, lost to the Red Sox. And then he finished that, yeah, two years, year and a half, I guess. The best part about the Immaculate Grid, in my opinion, is when you get an answer after the fact and you click on the summary and you just kind of go down and make notes in your head, like where somebody was for half a season and play like four games. The worst is when you are, you're like, yes, I know this is right. This answer is right. Then you get scared. You pick a more common answer. And then today you look at it and you're like, God damn it. I knew JT Snow was on those two teams. I knew he was on the <laughs> Angels and the Giants. Why JT don't you Snow just do it? it? Yeah, JT Snow was a good answer. It was like, why is this name popping into my head? Why this one player from the mid 2000s who was fine? Yeah. Point one. God damn it. So I, I would, I thought of JT Snow too, but the way I do it is I start with one of the two teams in the crosshairs. And I say, all right, I do I know a Red Sox who played for one of these two teams? And I kind of just kind of deconstruct it like that. JT Snow is on the Red Sox. So, uh, but I did that once with Chris Young. I forget which two teams it was, but I'm like, why do I know that Chris Young played for Texas and somebody else? It's fun. Oh, but nerve-wracking at the same time. Yeah, there are there are a couple I can't wait for like I know a great one for a couple of teams where a guy only spent a week there and pitched. Uh, I already said pitch. Damn it. And played in one game. And uh, I just can't, I can't wait to use it. I felt that way with the Yankees, Red Sox. I was like, Oh, Adam Adobino would be going da 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 da. And then I'm like blanking on it all. Ricky Henderson pops into my head and he was like 2%. I was like, okay, I'll take that. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like I went Ellsbury and he was only at like 8%. I'm like, I thought he would be higher. All right, Jack. All right. Here we go. Here we uh, go. By the way, Dodgers versus Reds is the series I would recommend for anybody to check out this weekend. I would also say that the Rays are playing the Astros and the Rays have McClanahan. Bradley and glass now going. So that should be good. That is fun. And personal note, just uh, super psyched about the old reunion. I don't know. Oh, family reunion. You're going to it. No, I, on, I was like, what the hell is this guy talking about? The uh, Futurama reboot on Hulu. I, also, was, I didn't know if it was going to be a, a wrestling <laughs> thing or what. No, all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. I think. We're good here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This will be good. This will be a good one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, baby. Cardinal Joe Torre is NL MVP. Okay. Leads the league in batting average, hits, RBI, and total total bases. Uh-huh. Oakland's Vita Blue is right. the MVP and Cy Young in the AL. Okay. RIP Vita Blue. Blue fans 301 in his first full ML season. 24 and 8 record with a 182 ERA and eight shutouts. Chicago's Ferguson Jenkins cops the NL Cy Young. It says cops again. Yeah. <laughs> As he leads the loop in wins, complete games, and innings. I have, this is my biggest fear. 
I have two years in mind, and they're right back to back. Well, let me tell you what, Jack. Was the Oakland A's the World Series champion? I mean, if you want me to give you all the answers. <laughs> no, they were not. Okay. So in that case, I'm going to go with 1973. Jack. The World Series champions in 1973 were the Oakland Athletics. I thought they won in 71 and 72. They won in 70, I believe. 72, 73, 74. They won three in a row. We were looking for 1971 as Roberto Clemente leads the Pittsburgh Pirates over the Baltimore Orioles for the World Series. You can watch Game 7 on YouTube. I have. Clemente was good. But, Jack, it was 1971. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well... I don't I don't know, Jack. We might have to go Tuesday night. We'll go Tuesday night if something crazy happens. If yeah. it's if it's a meh, meh, meh. But I'm saying if Verlander goes, Soto goes, you know, someone like that, maybe we'll go quick on Tuesday night. But for now, same schedule, no emergency pods. No, and for now. For now. That's why I said. Who knows? Maybe Bloom sells the font. Maybe he sells everything. Maybe it's just Sale, Paxton, Duvall. And we're looking at the Worcester Red Sox the rest of the year. Maybe Bobby it's crazy. D. Who knows? There's no direction yet. I think right now they have to buy. Yeah. And it's just one of those things where it's just like it's going to be a middle of the road re- starters. That's them buying. Yeah, yeah, maybe there's people out there. Make a splash. Who knows? Yeah, you right. Nolan Arenado. <laughs> yeah, go get. Well, they got. Well, they, I they could upgrade at third base defensively, and Arenado is a power bat who would love hitting in Boston, mm-hmm. and I would love to see it. But how to throw out an absolutely not going to happen name right at the end of the yep. podcast? Sure. So, Jack, I will talk to you later. I will see you on Saturday, and you have a good night. Bye-bye.